There we are. All right. Good cool. Deal. Hi, everyone. Are we crooked? We're, we are a little bit crooked. Sorry. All right. I think we're go good. All right. Sorry we're, about we're that. We got one guys. person on. <laughs> if you're joining us, go ahead and like and share our broadcast. We're so sorry about the technical difficulties. Yeah. That's going on. Camera problems. But today we're going to talk about our testimonies because I think it's important to share what happened in our lives because what God did for one person, mm -hmm. he can do for all because the Bible talks about God is not a respecter of persons. Hi, Mara. <laughs> so what he has done for me, what he has done for Zane, he can do the same for any other person. Mm -hmm. And the Bible also talks about that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so what he did back even in the Old Testament, he can do now because he doesn't change. God yeah. does not change. And he's no respecter of person. So I think it's amazing to share testimony. It's a good thing to share your testimony yeah. because... It will encourage other people to, they might have the same story as you. They might have grown up the same way or have struggled the same things that you have. But when you share your tes testimony of you coming out of that, yeah. you can help other people. So even if you're joining now, it would be a good thing to share your testimony because it will help other people. Right. And, and you may have grown up Christian your entire life, but you still have a testimony that you can share. And I'm going to go ahead and get into that because I grew up. And church my entire life. You know, I, I was dedicated to the Lord and I've never fallen away. But again, there's still a testimony to be shared and all of that. There's still something I can look back on that will encourage people. And I'm going to read a scripture. It comes from Revelation 11. But if you're just joining us also, just go ahead and share this live broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Welcome right. people and tell people hi. <laughs> what is up? All right. <laughs> Revelation 11. Starting at verse 12, and it hey, says, Ron. What up, Ron? Then it says, Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. And they went up to the heaven in the cloud, and their enemies watched them. And at their, uh, that hour, there was a great earthquake, and the tenth of the city fell. Seven thousand people were killed in an earthquake. Is this the part? Hmm? Oh, you, you, it's 12-11, isn't it? My bad. It's 12-11. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. I got to make sure. My bad. Not 11-12, 12-11. Backwards. Sorry about that. And it says, And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of the testimony, for they love not even their own lives, even unto death. And it's talking about Satan here coming against the people of God. And it says that he was thrown into the pit of fire. And then after that point, they overcame. And it tells you how they overcame. It was through the blood of the Lamb, which is the blood of Jesus Christ, over their lives. And through the word of their testimony. That is very important to hear. Your testimony carries power. Your testimony carries something that will change other people's lives. Yeah. And, it, you know, Paul shared his testimony with people. He talked about his own testimony. And I'll give you just a quick example of how powerful your words are. Look back at Joshua and Caleb. Who gave an evil report and what it did and what happens when you give a good report and mm -hmm. what it does. What you say and what you speak can carry enough power that 11 people turned an entire Israelite congregation and they were all ready to go back to Egypt. They were about ready to forget the promises of God just for the simple fact that 11 men, 11 men, 12 disciples changed the world. 
11 people changed it back then. So you have to understand that the power of your words, you know, it carries power. What you speak carries enough power. And the story you have, the testimony you have, you don't know whose life that will affect. You don't know whose life that will change. Because, you know, even if you did grow up Christian, the same story or the story you have can completely change someone else's perspective Mm -hmm. in life. And it can speak to them. And you may just think, I don't really have anything to share. I don't really have anything, but it carries power. And some people have come from drastic, you know, testimonies. I have a friend, Kella Okoy. He came from a very drastic... Auntie Lynn. Hi. Miss you and love you. You know, he came from a drastic testimony, like from drugs and alcohol to salvation and now preaching the word of God. I don't have that same story, but again, I have something to still offer and something to speak to people and how they can never fall away from the path of God in their lives and how they can launch out to a full point in ministry because of the choices they made when they were young. And yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing too. We both have two different testimonies. You've grown up in a Christian home and grown up in that environment. I I haven't. I've sinned. I've um, have lived a sinful life, and then I've come to know the salvation knowledge of Jesus Christ. And so, there's. We both have two different stories, but it's still a testimony because Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who have who um, pastors kids that have grown up in church and all their life but they they fall away and it's a good it's a great and example for you to be in the ministry going into the ministry and you grew up in that that's a testimony because a lot of people's children pastors children aren't going that way Mm -hmm. yeah you have a lot of preachers children who never hi ash love and miss you Helena Allah, love you. If anybody's joining us now, go ahead and share. We're talking about our testimonies. Mm. And the Bible talks about we overcome the devil, the enemy, by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of Jesus Christ, and the word of our testimony. Mm-hmm. So we're just going ahead and sharing yeah. our testimonies and what God did for us and how he changed our lives. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a good thing to share this broadcast and encourage other people. So if you're just joining us, yeah. like and share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your testimony is important. And you know, I'll go ahead and share mine while we're on it. Because a lot of young men that or young women that are pastors' kids do fall away from the Word of God, do fall away mm-hmm. back into sin because they never lived that kind of lifestyle as a kid. Most of the time because they had strict parents or strict a strict authority over their life their, their entire time. So when they finally hit that point, most of the time they run as far from God as they can. But the thing is, I remember growing up in a Christian home and until a point, until I moved to Hana. And I realized that I actually had to cultivate my own relationship. Nothing ever changed. It was just religion. Because I went to church. I grew up in church. But I also am looking at the people that I was around then and where their lives are at. We don't look the same. Our lives are not lining up in the same position because most of them are in another boat completely. Mm -hmm. Where they have completely slipped away. Kids that I grew up who I thought would be Christians their entire lives now are in the world. And, And that's what happens. Just because you grow up Christian doesn't mean your future is is secure because most often than not, those kinds of people rely on their parents' relationship with God, rely on their parents' relationship and their connectivity with God, and then they just ride the wave. 
And then they end up falling away because their own spiritual life was never strong enough. Whereas their parents might pray. Their parents might do the things that are required of the word of God. But because their children never did that, they end up falling away. And their life looks completely different. And right now, you know, they can come back to God at any time when they're older. Maybe they will. But again, we're living in a time where we don't have time left. We don't have time to waste. Jesus Christ could come back at any time. I don't have time to goof off. I don't have time to waste. So I am busy trying to see other people saved. I'm busy trying to live my life as a godly influence for others. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going out and drinking. I'm not going out and partying. I'm doing something different. I am living my life according to the word of God and according to how God wants me to live. And it's completely different. So I'll go ahead and share my testimony in that. You know, I grew up in church and never had a relationship with God until we moved to Hana because it got hard for me. There are challenges that I had to face that I, I never would have thought I would have had to face. Things that, you know, completely changed my life because I grew up in a comfortable family. I grew up with friends. I grew up with family. I grew up with that, the luxuries of life. And then when you get pulled out of that, everything you know, all the family you have, all the friends you have, you completely lose that. And now you're on this island with no one except for your biological family. And I, I went through a rough spot where my life didn't, I, I didn't even feel like I'd go to heaven at that point. There were, you know, I was not in peace with my family. I was mad all the time. There, I just was not in a good position. But then there came a time where I remember Dr. Rodney came to Hana and he ate lunch with my mom and dad. And he invited my mom and dad to a conference up in Florida. It was his, uh, what, which one was it? Ministers and Leaders. Yeah, the Ministers and Leaders. I think it was the um, October one or November, whatever month it is. And he invited my family and they came. And I remember at that point. I got hit and I got touched with the power of God and I had never felt like that before. I had never felt like the power of God came upon my life. And from that point, like I already knew I was called into ministry before that. But at that point, the relationship with God completely changed. It wasn't just me now. I honestly felt like God was with me. And there was a love that came into my heart that completely changed my life. And it was honestly a void that was felt. I was saved at a young age. But there was a void that was completely covered. Something that I had never felt before. Something that it was the love of God that came inside of me. And it completely changed my life. And from that point, I've never drifted away. I've never pulled away from the love of God. I've always had that. And it's important that you do. It's important that you stay with God. Because it wasn't until that point that a relationship with God ever happened with me. And I know where my life would be right now if I never did that. If my parents never would have made that decision. If they never would have went into the ministry field. If they never would have went to Hana. If they never would have put themselves around ministers that carried the power of God. I know my life would not be right here talking to you now. I, my life would not look the same. In fact, we wouldn't even be here together. My life would completely look different. Completely. I probably wouldn't have been saved yeah. also. Yeah, and, and it's because of the choice my parents made and the relationship with God that I had to make. Mm -hmm. And I didn't rely on my parents after that point. I didn't rely on their prayer life, on their reading of the scripture, on, the, on their relationship with God. I had to cultivate my own relationship with God. And from that point, it's never been the same. And, you know, that's basically it. 
You have to live a godly life. And you yourself, no matter how you grew up, your life has to be after God. No matter how who your family is. You can have a mom. You can have a grandma that constantly is in prayer and praying for you. But if you never do it yourself, you're never going to get to that point. Your, your life can be in shambles, but you have family that's saved. You have to make a choice. I am going to have a relationship with God. I am going to focus on God. I am going to pursue Him with all of my heart. That's when you see a change. That's when you see God invade your life. And that's when the love of God came upon me. And this is why I'm here today. It's simple. Have a relationship with God. And don't rely on religion. Don't rely on the Sunday at church. I could go to church now my life wouldn't be the same. It wasn't church that changed me. It was a relationship with God. Yeah. I grew up in a Pentecostal church. It wasn't church that, you know, it, it wasn't church that changed my life. It was God. It was the relationship. And it was the power of God inside of me. Yeah. And that's what it takes. All right. My turn. Yeah. Hi, Andy Sonia. <laughs> That's her. Love you, Andy Sonia. My story is totally opposite from him. I grew up in a home. I grew up with a family that we went to church. We went through a Catholic church. But my entire life, 18 years of my life, I went every Sunday because I lived with my grandparents. And they took me to church every single Sunday. And for 18 years, I never knew what the Word of God said. I never had an understanding of it. And I never um, had a revelation of the Word or even heard what Jesus did. I had no idea what Jesus did, honestly, on the cross and what why He died on the cross. I just went and it was something that we just all did as a family. Hey, Brock. But I... It was... Um, I forget what year it was. I think it was my senior year in high school. And I've never shared this story before. And because I've never wanted to remember what had happened to me. And just recently I shared with Zane this um, this testimony, this story. Because a lot of people think that I just went to church. Um, I went to Jonathan's meetings during my senior year of high school and that's when I got saved and I decided to stay home and stay um don't go to college and stayed back in Hanum and yeah. just grew in the Lord and just went to church but that really wasn't that was part of my story but I've never shared this part of the story because I've never wanted to live out this part of my life again because it was a rough time and it was something that I wasn't comfortable with but I believe that what God has done in my life, he can do for other people. And maybe it, the same thing has happened to other people out there. Mm -hmm. And But God can do the same for you. And so it was just my senior year in high school. And I went with a friend. And we went to someone else's house. It was a nighttime. And I used to drink. I used to smoke weed. I did all of those things in high school. Or it was probably in middle school, actually. I was in middle school. I remember that because when I came into high school, I remembered that I didn't want to smoke. I didn't want to drink because I didn't want to go back into that position I was in before. But in middle school, I went to my friend's house and we went to someone else's house and they we smoked weed. And from that night, it changed my life and it altered my life. And I thought... 
I don't know what happened. It was probably laced the weed that we smoke, marijuana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if people yeah. say weed, but marijuana. It was probably laced, and I hallucinated. And from that time, I did not know what happened to me. I don't know how long I lived in a state of. It was depression. It was like I didn't even know what was going on with life. I was literally a walking zombie, and I didn't know what was going on. And I honestly felt like just numb. And I remember going to school, and I didn't know how what was going on. I remember my friends coming over, and it was like I was living hell in hell. And I didn't understand what was going on during that time. And I. I don't know what it was, honestly, but I'm, it was like, I don't know, maybe the, I got possessed or something, but I smoked weed and and I don't even remember what happened in that time span of my life. And I don't know how long was that time span, but I remember I didn't know what was going on. I had no control over my life. I just lived in a state of fear and depression. And I remember there, there was my best friend, Jora. She grew up in a family where they went to church and she knew how to pray. So she taught me how to pray um, to God. And she taught me how to pray and I prayed on my own and we prayed together and then there was another girl, her name was Kaio, she was my other best friend, and she, her grandpa was a pastor, and so she tried to help me out in that time also, but that was a time where Jonathan came to Hana also, and my cousin Liha was invited to play bass at the revival services, and his wife and I were very close, she is like my second mom, and so she was like, if I go, can you come with me, and so I went with her, and I said, yeah, I'll go with you. And I love music. So my cousin was playing music and I was like, okay, I want to go listen to what's going on there. Mm-hmm. But that night I got saved and I felt a change. I felt a difference in me, but I did not stay because you guys didn't move to Hana that year. I think it was 20. It was the same year. It just was like six months. Okay. That. So you guys didn't move at that time. So there wasn't a church there and I was still in high school and so I didn't um I didn't plug in and then the next year after I went back to the same revival services and I got saved. I dedicated my life to God and I said right then and there because I knew I felt a difference in my life. I felt set free from what had happened and I felt like I came back to reality. I had a normal life mm-hmm. again. And so I knew that something happened, something changed in my life. And I did not understand because I didn't know the power of God. I didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit. I didn't know anything about the word of God and that God could actually do something for me. I thought I had to work for it. I thought that, oh, I made that mistake. That's my choice. I screwed up my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was any hope for me because no one has ever told me that. But when I went to the revival services, I didn't even know what was being preached. But I know that there was an anointing there. Now I know that it was the anointing of God. Now I know it was the Spirit of God that was drawing me and that set me free and that God set me free. And so 
it was then I dedicated my life and I stayed in church and I could see a tangible difference. I could feel a tangible difference in my life from that point on. But I never shared this testimony because I never wanted to relive what had happened to me before in my past. And this is my first time sharing it with anyone else but my family. I, pro I didn't even talk about it with my family because I never wanted to relive it. And my mom can vouch for me. She took care of me during that time and she never knew what was going on with me. But I know that it was because of my choice, because I chose to live in sin. And when you live in sin, when you open up doors to, um, when you do drugs, when you do all of these things, you're opening up a door for the enemy to come in and take over your life. And so that's what happened. I opened that door. The enemy came. The word of God in John 10, 10, it says that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God has, Jesus has come to give us life and life more abundantly. But that's what the enemy comes. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so even in that time, I... Where was I at? <laughs> I looked at my mom's thing, so I, I feel like... Kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah. Anyways, but that's what had happened in my life, that the enemy... I opened up that door for the enemy to come in and take over my life. And so when you dedicate your life, when you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're dedicating your life to God. You're, ded you're saying... Lord, I am yours. Do whatever you want with my life. And from that point on, I knew that I had to live a different life than what I have been in the past. And that's with any person. The word of God says that even in John three sixteen, that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes, believes in him shall have eternal life. And even the word of God talks about that we all have fallen short of the glory of God. We all have sinned, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ. And so we have, we, but we have to make that decision. Romans 10, 9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he has been risen from the dead, you will be saved. And so even at that point, I had to choose for myself. My pastor couldn't choose for me. My cousin couldn't choose for me. My mom couldn't choose for me what kind of life I wanted to live and what would have happened. You are the determiner of your own life, mm -hmm. of your own destiny. And so even with that, I had to choose for myself that no this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna live for god i'm gonna yeah. see god manifest in my life and i want to live a different life than maybe my friends might have been living at that point and that's why I chose to because I've seen the tangible difference from taking me out of the pits of hell and bringing me and setting me on the rock of Jesus Christ and bringing me into light. And that's what the word of God says, that you you are taken out from the pits of hell into his marvelous light. Yeah. And so even with that, you have to choose. You have to be the determiner of your own destiny. Yeah. And even with that, if anyone has a story like that, maybe someone had a story like Zane. You grew up in a home with pastors. You grew up in a home with ministers of the gospel, but you have fallen away because of maybe people you have hung out with or you have lived a life like mine. 
But God is no respecter of person. That's what the word of mm. God says. He's He doesn't yeah. change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he loves you. He died for you. And what he did for me, he can do for you. What mm. he did for Zane, he can do for you. And yeah. so that's why it's important for us to share our testimony. Because the word of God yeah. says that we defeat the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimonies. When we share our testimonies, you're sharing the overcoming power of Jesus. Christ because the word of God caused us more than conquerors more than victors and so even with that if you're here today and you're listening and you've heard my story or Zane's story and you maybe are living in a life of sin and you have or maybe you have once come to know Jesus Christ but you have turned away yeah. fallen away I am telling you today that there is hope for you that Jesus loves you and he wants you to turn to him he has a great plan Jeremiah 29 11 says that for God not for God so love but he has a plan to, for a future and a hope and never for disaster God mm -hmm. wants to put you on a path God wants to do a work in you he wants to use you he created you in your in his image mm -hmm. but it's our choice to turn away from sin and that's that's why it's as easy as confessing Jesus as your Lord and Savior so if you have not received that um, Jesus into your heart if you have never um, maybe fallen away from the Lord but you want to come back to him say this prayer after me say dear Lord Jesus come into my heart forgive me of my sins wash me cleanse me I confess that Jesus is Lord and I believe in my heart that he has been risen from the dead and make this a declaration. I am saved. I am set free. And I am on my way to heaven because I have Jesus yeah. in my heart. And I'm just going to pray for every person. If you pray that prayer with us, I'm going to pray for you, every viewer. Lord, I thank you for every viewer, every person that will view this later, every person that will listen to this podcast. I pray that if they have not received you and, and they have just said that prayer, I pray that even the good work that you have started today, that it will come to completion. I pray a protection over their lives. I pray that you will reveal yourself to them. Show them who you really are. Show them your love, your true characteristics. And I thank you, Lord, that what you have created them to do, that they will walk that plan out for their lives in yeah. the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that you will use their lives for your glory and that they will, they will be used for great and mighty things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. And so if you said that prayer, if you're re-watching this broadcast, if you said that prayer, we'd love for you to connect with us. Let us know. Maybe throw a heart up there in there. But if you said that prayer, please message us. We want yeah. to help you because the only way I grew was being with a family of God is with being under pastors, being under people that could help me get through these things because you need to have counsel. You need godly counsel. You need godly wisdom in your life. And so... You need to plug into our church. You need to learn more about the word of God. And that's only done with being part of the family of mm -hmm. God. And so if you're wherever you are, we want to connect you with a church. We want to connect you with people that even if you're in Hana, we know Pastor Jeremy. We have a KC extension there. 
I know they're probably not doing anything right now, but they will be when everything mm -hmm. opens back yeah. up. But we want to plug you into that um, that church because it's important to be in a church where you're hearing the truth and the word of God preached. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Yeah. I don't have anything else. So. <laughs> okay. Right. But anyways, if you haven't shared this broadcast, you should. Because it yeah. would encourage people. All right, I have one thing now. <laughs> um, if that touched you, if the broadcast hit you and you liked it, I would encourage you to share it. But also, tell someone else about your testimony because you have one. You have yeah. a story. You have a testimony to share. Because, you know, you know, things touch people. Things that we say will, will touch someone that you wouldn't even expect. So I want you to know that your story you may look at as nothing, but someone else could look at that and completely say, wow, thank you so much for telling that story. So I would encourage you, tell your testimony to people. Yeah, Mara, tell your <laughs> testimony to people. Let that be an encouragement. Let that build someone else up in faith. People get saved through testimonies. Mm -hmm. People get saved through hearing your story. People get saved through hearing someone else talk about how they got saved or how their life got turned around. And the good things that are happening in their life. Again, the word of your testimony carries power. If someone else sees your life being better than theirs or, or growing, or they, I remember them, what happened? They look completely different. They look way better than what they did. Then it's going to spark interest. So when you tell that story, someone's life will completely change. Someone's life will be like, wow, I want to be more like that person. Because people already wonder that anyways. People already wonder that about you. If you're a Christian, most likely, I mean, more often than not, people are going to be like, wow, what's so different about them? Why are they different than everyone else? Mm -hmm. it, it, when Once you share that testimony, people's lives change. Yeah, I remember my mom. We worked at the hotel together, and I was sitting on a table with my coworkers because we worked in different departments. Mm -hmm. And she was um, sitting with someone else. It was someone actually in the same department as as me but she was talking to him and telling him that oh, yeah halama was a bad kid growing up i don't know but when she started going to church that's when i saw a difference and my mom didn't know how to explain it but what it truly was right. when i started going to church when i started when i dedicated my life to the lord yeah. that's when people started to see fruit and started to see a change in my life mm -hmm. and my mom can vouch for me right mom yeah She'll be on in a second. <laughs> Just give her a second to type something in. She'll vouch for you. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure your dad then can vouch for you too. Yeah. Because people see a difference. People mm -hmm. notice a difference. Even people that have grown up with you, yeah. they know that something is different about that person. See, look, the, my, my second mom told me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mara said, yeah. <laughs> uh. But it's important to share your testimony yeah. because it will encourage people. I might not have the same story as you. You might not have yeah. the same story as someone else, but it will touch people. Yeah, it will. And it will encourage people. And the Bible talks about the love of God will draw men into salvation. There she is. I remember that. The yeah, that was a bad time in our lives. <laughs> that was really bad. Yeah. It was really bad, for real. I had to like sleep with a pillow on my head, and I could not sleep, and it was just weird, weird. Yeah, and, and again, that that it was one time in, in your life. Make good decisions in your life, you know. And I, yeah, 
I'm talking like Joe Biden right now, but you know, make good, <laughs> <laughs> make good decisions in your life. Make good choices. Yeah, you are you the know, one that chooses your destiny. Yeah, most people look at weed as a gateway drug, but something can happen. You don't know if they laced it. You don't know if something happened to it. Most people never think they're going to take one hit and die from something. Because there are stories. People don't recover from those things. Because I've looked at stories like that, where people get something that's laced. People get something that's like that. Like that and I'm telling you, people's lives, people have committed suicide over these things because of severe depression from that. Kella told me about a story that he knew someone that smoked lace weed and they ended up committing suicide. Things are real. So guard yourself. You may think you can take one hit or it won't bother you, it's just weed. But again, guard your life because it's valuable. Mm-hmm. God values you. Your choices will, what you choose to do now will affect you yeah. and your children later. Yeah. And so you need to make the decision now that how I live now, it will affect my children yeah, and then the will. next generation and generation after that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, because I don't know if I didn't make that choice, then I probably would have been dead. And I knew that because of that, God preserved my life for this end time harvest. He preserved my life and he had a plan for me. It, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. that was like my anthem <laughs> because <laughs> I was like, wow, I didn't know that God loved me that much that he had a plan for me. He created me for a plan and a purpose. And it just amazed me mm-hmm. because I thought we just lived here on earth with no purpose, with right. no destiny, yeah. and we just do whatever we wanted. <laughs> you look at your life so much differently if you look at yourself with a purpose and a plan. Yeah. If you think you were created for monkeys, why would I act any better than a monkey? If you, th- I mean, and that's the thing. Why do you, why do you think people devalue their lives so much? Is if they are taught that a monkey has the same values and you came from apes, no wonder they devalue their lives. No wonder they don't like anyone else and they don't even like themselves. I wouldn't like being a monkey. We're going I, on a bike yeah, trail now. I, would, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, have value. God has value for your life. Oh, you too, Jesse. You share your testimony. Yeah, Jesse. I like your testimony. Yeah. Melanie, you too. If anyone yeah. haven't seen hers, you go to her <laughs> Facebook page or her Instagram page. Her name is... A greater portion and she's sharing her testimony about how she overcame and she, God healed her of cancer so go to her page yeah. write it in the comments so people can see your testimony because it's amazing and she overcame that deadly disease and she's living mm-hmm. and she's a testimony of God's goodness and God's love so yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm doing this but <laughs> so like uh, they got to come service and ask me <laughs> Oh, I love you, Zane. Kim Gifford. Yeah, did you see the comment she wrote about no, that? No, what did she say? Yeah, that's why she wrote that. Kim, I might, <laughs> I might just block you from my page because, you know, I can't... Love you, Kim. How about me? I love you. I can't disclose what I'd say to you on live yes. Facebook Yes, go to that. Anybody you know battling cancer, Yeah. please oh watch my goodness. Melanie's yes. story. Listen to Melanie's testimony. It, it is the best thing, for real. Go to Melanie's page. If you're battling any sickness or disease in your body, go listen to that. It's amazing. You know, actually, I just this just came to mind. We might. I haven't. This is coming out of me right now. But we might start a live, and we might ask certain people to call call in and then share their testimony on with us. Love you, Kim. You know, because Melanie has a great testimony. 
And, you know, Jesse has a great testimony. Kayla has a great testimony. You know, people have testimonies that will change other lives. Mm-hmm. And it's important that people hear them. It's important that they get out there. If... <laughs> it's Amanda. <laughs> Is that Amanda or Denise saying that? No, it's Amanda. Oh, man, I see it now. Sorry, guys. We're talking to our friends now. <laughs> I honestly thought that was... <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Denise. I'm like, wow, that was actually pretty rude. <laughs> but it makes sense. It's Amanda. But anyways, <laughs> if you're just joining us, go ahead and share this broadcast. We're done with the testimony. Uh, all right, yeah, I'm it will encourage it. people. So please share our broadcast. Yeah, please share it. Share our podcast when you're watching it again. Share our YouTube video, whatever pod, um, <laughs> platform you're on. Go ahead and share it. I uh, love you, Amanda. <laughs> love you guys. Have a good day. Bye. All right, have a great evening. Bye. <laughs>